And a very good evening, everybody, and welcome to a Spiritualism Lyceum Night, coming to you live from Paul Christian Spiritualist Church here in Dorset. And our very special guest tonight is a very, it is such a nice gentleman. I have not really interacted uh, with our guest tonight, but where I have, I've just found him such a kind, gentle gentlemen so great delight <laughs> we love now <laughs> a great delight to introduce our guest tonight stephen trolland stephen good evening sir good evening and thanks for asking me here it's a privilege absolute uh, privilege and ours and ours uh, before we commence on tonight's talk and the topic of the journey you know a life lived and how spiritualism intertwined with our lives at whichever stage and what that means to us today. Uh, you have a piece that you would like to share with us. Oh, yeah, yeah, certainly. Certainly. Um, <clears throat> this is something that was very much um, inspired by my soul, um, and it's called The Spirit Within. And I hope in some ways that there might be some that may have heard it before, but because life evolves and, and, and life goes on, and naturally we evolve as a soul. If you've heard it before, because it was, uh, came from the soul, I hope in some way that resonates with your soul and maybe tells it in a different way um, than last time. So, so uh, I'll leave this to these words. It's called The Spirit Within. Walk with me. Take my hands. I am that silent power within you. I am you and you are me, wrapped around sky and tree. I hear your prayers and your thoughts. And out of the billions of people in this world, we together are unique. And together, a one and only beautiful you. The voice that you hear is your own. I am that higher consciousness within you, living a silent power of expression. If you nurture me, that silent sound, my voice, will echo onwards through your life like ripples in the water that can touch your mind and carry you. Take my hands and embrace me. My voice can be your freedom at will. From the chaos from within your world to where we can be still. A true power that will show you only truth because I taste the essence and the sweet nectar through the power of life that carries you. Through your eyes I see the beauty. Let me share with you. I can see each and every moment that time holds no boundaries upon. I can share with you what a moment holds, a sacred space where time stands still. But yet, through my eyes, you have the time to see and take in the sweetness and can do nothing but fulfill. The innocence that is yours as every moment is new, my prayer my wish is to love you. As you grow to know me, your power, your sensitivity grows and there are no bounds from worlds apart. As then it's possible that you are able to feel your loved ones that have gone before you, but through me because you have been spending time with, praying, speaking to me from the heart. The love that is shared will stay with us forever. 
us together with their love that touches us and nurtures, loves the mind, the soul. We can see these as memories that we can forever hold. These through our lives are the jewels of the mind that we can access and share at any given time as we come together and become one life holds no boundaries through the power of love you see the wonders that are within you that goes beyond any logical word in life that we are yet to discover and find and you will feel the peace and gratitude as my love fills your mind we can take in the wonders of life and the powers that unfolds before you and share and bask within the gratitude and fulfillment and growing to be aware. It is a forever unfolding journey where they are the gifts of the spirit that will never fail to help you see all the purities in life because you're sharing it with me. The love that goes beyond the physical emotion we can share. You hear me now. As time comes around from birth until now, you have begun to awaken and listen to that silent sound. As we walk this life together, we, as well as those you love, will never be apart as long as you spend time with me nurture love speak to me pray from the heart i love you thank you very much for letting me read that that was beautiful stephen thank you very much <clears throat> stephen Stephen the man as we all are aware or i'm assuming most people are aware Today is the Hydesfield Day, quite an important day within spiritualism, and it's an, a noted and recorded as the birth of modern spiritualism. So that was 173 years ago. And I thought tonight would be interesting. We live with modern spiritualism today. So it would be very interesting to hear somebody's journey as living a life, and what brings spiritualism back into our lives and how we unfold and evolve with that. So Stephen's got a very interesting time span, I think, because if we go back a few years, Stephen, uh, we would have known you for a very different reason, would we not? Yeah, yeah, you would. And what would that be, <laughs> please? <laughs> um, be for for my snowboarding um, and, and in competition um i've won um six podiums and two british titles and, and that's just in the british championships but there's many other um many other uh, achievements within that and within that journey and oh my it's just that the freedom that, that i felt as i put my feet on the board it's just like the board takes me somewhere and and that was it i didn't have to think about it it's like in some way i can it's like my soul was guiding me uh, when i look back at it now because it completely fulfilled me and it gave me so much purpose in my life um <clears throat> but it came with a, a few as, as everyone within life goes through their their, their, their troubles in some ways, you see, and everyone does. Indeed. But my, Indeed. my snowboarding saved me so much in so many occasions. Um, and I think in some ways it's because it was bringing me back to me and the person who I was at the time. How interesting. Yes, indeed. I mean, that snowboarding wasn't an easy route. You very kindly sent me the recording of a radio interview. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to play it. 
but I, I did smile and uh, my heart went out to you because to fund one of these competitions, you actually had to do your own fundraising in those days and run an auction and things to get that yeah. funding. That was absolutely, I mean, the, the amount of times that my home village came together, they were even creating fundraising events that I didn't even know about until later. Um, so the backing that I had um, from my home village, they saw something in me and they saw probably the passion I had for it. Um, but as politics kind of gets in the way at times, mm -hmm. it naturally does. But at the same time, I'm so, so glad that I did it. <clears throat> Absolutely beautiful. Uh, and that... Uh... I'm at the age now where if I stepped on ice, I'll probably end up with 14 broken <laughs> hips and no teeth. <laughs> but I, going back in my youth, I know that that exhilaration that you got from being outdoors and with the speed and the adrenaline, how beautiful. And I didn't know that. I love that about the whole village getting behind you and supporting. Yes. What, what, so how glorious times. is that? So many times. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, but we we come forward a wee bit in time. Oh, hello. The accent's rubbing off. <laughs> 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 a wee bit. Thank you. If we come forward a wee bit in time here, um, going to the year of 2006 and the events of the that later part of that year, if you'd just like to yes, let us know what that meant to you. Um, uh, it's amazing how something beautiful can flourish in time and healing over something so tragic. And that was the, excuse me, that was the, the passing um, of my brother. Um, I was out in France at the time. I'd just been to Austria and done a competition. And um, <clears throat> I was trying to um, text and phone my mum, my dad, my sister and everyone like that and I just wasn't getting through and I just knew that there was something wrong with my brother and at one point it's hard to um, explain um, especially at that time but I just felt as if my brother filled the room that I, that I was sitting in and then my sister called me and, and said that um, he's had an accident and uh, he got a brain hemorrhage and that he was getting flown to Aberdeen um, at that time. <clears throat> so I just had to, to get home as quick as I can. Um, we sat beside his bed for, for two days uh, until eventually uh, the life support machine um, got turned off. And from there, um, my whole world uh, changed completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, sincerest condolence. You know, it's we have an order, don't we? Sort of in our mind of the procession of who goes to spirit and in which order. And when that order yeah. is rudely broken, it's even bigger yeah. shock. Bigger shock. Interesting, though, that you had already that awareness. And although yeah. not understanding, you exactly knew. That. Exactly. Yes. Um, and it wasn't until um, oh, it was. I just met a, a friend, and I was just interested in, in spiritual stuff at that time. And, and it's quite um, um, also, um, a while back, and I didn't really believe in, in psychic and stuff like that a while ago. And I was like, if someone's psychic, why can't they tell me the lottery numbers? But that wasn't until I started um, experiencing the language of the soul and how it actually works in some ways. <clears throat> and I think it's quite um, um, good for someone to be sceptical, but at the same time open, um, like I have. And, and it actually started to um, ex uh, prove itself to me. Um, but anyway, I found the, a spiritualist um, church um, and I just sat in, in one of the seats next to a lady and she um, um, was speaking to me and it felt very comfortable, you know, very well welcomed and so. And she says, I'm so interested in how this 
actually works. Um, and then she introduced me to the circle leader and I got invited into the circle. And then through that, um, I found the Arthur Finlay College um, and so on. <clears throat> but um, a little bit before that, I was watching, a lot of people may, may know the, uh, he's quite a famous medium, John Edwards. He, he was on the telly for the time quite a lot. And I was just so interested in it. So I ordered his CDs and, and things like that. And uh, and that was to, to learn to meditate. And med meditation to me was, was quite difficult. Um, trying to focus uh, uh, actually I didn't really know what it was at the time <clears throat> but over time within that trying to focus and the spending time um, <clears throat> just giving time I started to naturally heal <clears throat> excuse me I started to naturally heal and um I started to feel better within myself and I started to, I, I went to, because we're surrounded by the most beautiful area up here in the Highlands and I went up into the top of a hill and that's where I sat um, most of the time, nearly all the time at the beginning and it's amazing how, it's uh, to, to me just now when I say these words, they may be just words to people but to actually experience it that's when you'll actually know what I'm talking about. And that was being at one with everything around me. And the looking down on top of the treetops as the wind um, just bent all the tips of the trees and watching it go all the way up one gust of wind, just making all its patterns all over the hills and stuff like that. And the clouds, everything was just moving, um, as we know now, through the natural world of cause and effect. And, and then that's when um, I started to, as I say, started to heal. Um, but it wasn't until um, I really went to the Arthur Finlay College is when um, things started to open up to me um, a, a lot more um, there. As, as many people have gone through those doors, it's, it, puts, it just sets a seed um, within the soul um, for us to nourish, really. But for me, there was there was no going back. I remember one time, um, a, a great teacher, pioneer of the day, uh, many people will know of her, Mavis Batilla. Um, I was in her class and I was actually, um, um, and that was the year after this, uh, the second year I was there actually at that time. And I was in her class and she said, um, why are you here? Why are you here? Um, I want you to go away and have your lunch and stuff. And there is a, a real answer for that, you know. Um, so we went away for a lunch. Then we come back and she's asking us for some answers. Um, and people saying, because I want to heal, uh, because I love it and so on. And she said, the real reason is, is because you can't do anything else. You can't not mm. be. And I think that's, that's like your, your soul speaks to you moves you, guides you. And that's the most important guide um, in, in my life, um, if I could put it like that. Oh, indeed. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, and one thing I really do love, and I, I do need to mention just for my own peace of mind, when you said you found it difficult to meditate, I thought, yes, somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the world's worst at meditating. It's, it's. I yeah. don't know what it is. I, I, I will um, find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But sometimes it worked, and sometimes it didn't. But I'm not saying that it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and when I say these words, uh, I, I certainly don't want it to take away from anyone else that's had an incredible experience and had. Um, comfort and experiences through meditation but for, so for me at the time because I know it resonates with some I was too busy trying to visualize and create and okay I'm going to pick up this flower and then we're going to head up the mountain for example and making this up um, so at the time I'd figured out what flower I'm picking everyone else was already way up the mountain you see it's <laughs> like I just couldn't do it and then and then eventually you'll go into this cave and you'll meet your guide. 
and I never met them there yet. And that was because, uh, for me, that was because I was so busy visualizing, visualizing and creating. How do I not know? How do like? I could have created that myself. It might not be actually true and real. And why do we need to go somewhere into a cave or something like that to find our guide when they're right here? They're, all we need them is, is blend with our soul. So all we're looking at is creating a condition and not creating the results. Indeed. Allowing that allowing the soul and the spirit world to do that. Um, and that, that that's my, my view of it. And that's the beauty with spiritualism. It, it recognizes and celebrates our individuality and our own Absolutely. uniqueness. You know, we haven't got, um, thankfully, that you must meditate this way and you must walk <laughs> up this here, you know, because if yeah, it did, then yeah. I don't think I'd be a spiritualist very long. You know, yeah, yeah. we encompass everybody as one of the most open religions, I think, going uh where yeah. the whole focus is on finding you absolutely you know. absolutely um i asked myself this question um in the beginning as well it's like am i a spiritualist and the answer that i, I that came to me from myself is i'm me within the spiritualist movement and that's what a true spiritualist is because they're allowed that uniqueness of self. And, and, and um, again, we've got the seven principles, which is open and where people can relate to so much. Um, and, and for people that have not had that um, experience of, of, of spirit, of soul, of God, um, there's still that natural way of life to look at I remember listening to there was something that was called um, uh, uh, Science in the Seance Room um, and that was on YouTube and it was going back and it was the BBC uh, a good few years back and they were talking about science and, and, and spiritualism and so on but I met, I heard these this, this couple who actually took the Lyceum and taught the children um, um, at that time and they said We've not had, we've never had, as, as the way he described it, it, was a shimmer of a shake, meaning like uh, the phenomena of any kind. What we're doing uh, is, is it's the way of life, teaching them to be good people, good, honest people. And, and I think spiritualism offers that um, also. We're quite lucky. Very much so. And it's a continually unfolding uh, religion on a national, a local, and a very personal basis as well, that that unfoldment continues on, continues on. You mentioned there the seven principles, and I will be totally honest, the first time I read them, I didn't have the depth of me, uh, understanding that I do today. You know, I look at personal responsibility, and I thought, well, you know, quite tidy, and <laughs> you know, shoes, yeah, I'm fine, you know, hair's fine, yeah, what's the matter with that? But it does, you know, as the more you delve into it, the more that you talk to people, the more that you read, the more that you hear, and the, most, the more that you experience. Yeah, the sorry. most, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, 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 um, okay. you're you mentioned the <laughs> there's, there's such a beautiful feeling of, to me, the most important one is, is the fatherhood of God, meaning just embracing God, because that encompasses all the other principles in its own. And it's that um, um, uh, experiencing God as well. That's when we start to experience ourselves, because God's within everyone in some ways. And then when we start to have that experience of self, and then the other principles fall into place where you're it's like your soul your own spirit speaks to you and tells you the meaning gives you the meaning rather than having to think about it with a logical mind a logical brain and i think when we talked about um it's like the, the belief in god and i think it's quite difficult at times where um 
years ago when some mentioned God, that's only because I didn't know what God was. Is he a big man in the sky, in the clouds or whatever? And it's not until I experienced um, God is there then uh, I found me and I found the most beautiful thing and that is reverence. And I think when we have reverence, like there falls into the brotherhood of man and so on to, to me just now as I'm speaking about it. Um, and it's just, and, and as we move forward through life, they can speak to you in a different way, just like I mentioned in the beginning, but when I read the, the, the spirit within, for those that have maybe heard it before, um, it'll maybe speak to them in a different way because life's evolved and that's the beauty about it, as you mentioned, it's it's a continuous evolving um, 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 beauty uh, that we are so lucky to be part of. Indeed. <clears throat> and uh, very interesting that you, you bring God into this because this has been... Uh, one of these global thoughts that have been going around at this time, you know, we are all picking up psychically or through the psychic network of the world and these same thoughts and ideas. And one of them very prevalent at the moment is our understanding and our relationship with God. What does God actually mean to each and every one of us as an individual? And as you say that, you know, is the big fella that we've been accustomed to that's been ingrained or how do we envisage that relationship and that's that's really heartwarming that really is heartwarming to hear that people are reattaching and re-examining their relationship and, with the god and it wasn't until like uh, when i uh, came into this movement is when i actually realized all those years ago i was connecting to self and god uh, all uh, all the time when i was going through uh, difficulties uh, with my sponsorships, for example, and finances, as, as mentioned before, because I had to fund um, or uh, people helped me fund thousands of pounds to travel to races uh, and so on. It wasn't always the races that I it was the best to go to. It was the ones that I could afford to go to as well, to do with points and systems and, and all that kind of stuff. But when I was having troubles, and even just naturally everyday life, how often do you see someone like, on a beach gazing out to the sea losing themselves in that that beautiful vastness where I, what I did at the time when I was training um, I would go running uh, by a river because of the beautiful area we are here it's clear crystal clear water in the rivers you can just drink straight out of them um, I walk now not so much running anyway but <laughs> when I went away with something that was a, a troubled uh, question of how am I going to get out of this situation that I am in at this time for some reason I always came back not always with the full answer but a stepping stone that leads to another one that's the catalyst of and then I think when we look to many other people within life that they're not uh, may not even be spiritualists and just just being themselves that they've got their own way of connecting to that higher consciousness of self and losing themselves um, being by nature um, looking out into the sea looking into the beloved eyes of their, their 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 animals their dogs and feeling that unconditional love and so on it's a reflection of self in some ways Indeed, indeed, uh, and it is by just immersing yourself where possible in that nature energy uh, or that contemplative moment with music or flowers, whatever, 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 you know, grabs you, that you actually, your soul does talk to you, that deeper yeah. level does say, you know, it'll be all right. Try, you know, think of this, think of that, see really what's going on. How interesting. Yeah, yeah. A question here from the lovely Sue Townsend. Do you also now lose yourself in the great inner vastness? Um, yes. Um, 
I don't always have to um, go walking by the rivers and so on. Excuse me. So I know many people um, haven't got that just at the, out the front door. Um, what I do is I sit every single day, every morning. But all I do is um, just sit, take my awareness to the breath and relax. And the more the physical body starts to relax, therefore the brain becomes in some ways less active and it allows that soul part of you to to manifest um, within their awareness. And it's not always like, oh, there's my soul. How are you doing? How are you doing today? What are you going to tell me? How am I going to, where am I going to go? It's just simply being and that's it. It's okay to have like uh, thoughts because it's natural through, through the world of cause and effect that one thought leads to another. But over a little while, is that it becomes like a little, like a deep contemplation at times. And that's where sometimes of where your answer's coming from, because when you're in a deep contemplation, you're in a little bit of an altered state, and therefore you've let go of the everyday, and it allows that inner part of you to, to speak to you. And I, I, I never go and sit for a specific purpose, I go and sit to be, and sometimes there, when I'm in that space, the spirit world will join me. Um, call them as uh, guides, if you like. I call them inspirers, friends. Um, and then all they do is just simply blend without giving any information many a times. Because there was one time I was contemplating this. Get to know your guides. I've heard this so many times. And it's not wrong, absolutely not wrong. But for me, what worked for me is when I was sitting contemplating this, um, my friend, um, one of my friends came close and blended. And he says, it's not about you getting to know us. It's about you sitting with reverence and allowing us to get to know you, but within the blending, within the power. Um, and therefore, that's where the relationship starts to build. And... Um, as they be, as they get to know me, I will become to know them who works with me. And it doesn't always have to be names and so on um, either. It's just simply, he, he, I know my friend just wants to be known for the person that he is, the love that he brings. Um, and, and that's the best friendship in my view. Um, to, to have so I've gone on a little bit uh, about inspirers and that there as well but it must be for a reason and it will certainly um, um, is to try not beat yourself up if you're trying to meditate and so on just just sit relax take your awareness to your breath because uh, when we beat ourselves up uh, you cause more um, strain um, there and, and it becomes more difficult uh, you end up focusing on it too much when you focus on something you give it your power and we don't want to do that. So I hope that helps in some way, because it must be for a reason why I've said all that too. Indeed, it really has, because as we have been talking throughout the last year, one of the very common questions or common statements uh, from people is, I don't know my guides. How do I get to know my guide? You know, and it's sort of like, we've all set ourselves this nadir point of uh, a goal and a target of to to do what we need to do i must know this and it's sort of like you've just put that in a whole new context and i know by some of the comments coming in you've really rung some bells with that so well done well done that was beautiful even listening to like gordon higginson's got got a website there's so many um uh, downloads of, of, of workshops and some things that he's taken. I would recommend one's called The Other Self. There's two different parts to it. And then he goes into that. But I remember in one of them, he, I just remember him speaking about uh, about the guides and the friends. Can you imagine what their, um, um, what their perspective is? Uh, you'd be saying, like, why do you keep trying to get to do it your way? when you're you, you're still trying to understand it why don't you do it our way and we'll help you yeah. if you want to learn about the spirit world the, the best 
people is the spirit world ourselves and our own spirit. Indeed. Indeed. Very, very much. Uh, comment here from uh, the lovely Joan out in America. Joan has uh, recently-ish found spiritualism and found a great sense of purpose and understanding for her religious background. And this is a question. I know a lot of people are asking this. In, in whichever wordage uh, suits their philosophy or whichever's. But yeah, people are saying, why? Why at this time is so many people going home? That, that is a, a heartfelt plea from probably half of humanity yeah. at this time. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, when we talk about, does that mean, why is God calling so many people? Ah, oh, okay. So many people going um, to the spirit world. And if we look at it, yes, we we grieve i mean i've not got the whole answer for this because everyone's unique and how they grieve as well but the way i um i'm looking at it at this very moment in time as i'm speaking i'm, I'm kind of letting my own soul guide me here um is when we look at the the bigger perspective of life and what spiritualism teaches as well there is no death there is no death and home is also here just now, as we are spirit here now as well. Um, and th th that's what I feel um, and from that, from that there. So I hope that helps in some way. And obviously, we've got this virus and so on, but there's so many other things happening in the world as well. But one good thing is I'm pretty positive we're going to overcome it and our churches will open again as well because it's come through in, in, in demonstrations and stuff that I've done as well. So so I, I, that's what I feel. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well answered. Yes. Uh, it's a very emotive question. And to answer it is one of those questions, if you answered it slightly wrong vein of energy, it could cause a great deal of upset in the fence. Yeah. But what you said was beautiful and fully go along with that totally. And in response... Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, we, nice to, that's nice to hear. Uh, Mary Dixie here from London, just a statement. It is trusting in spirit because they will not let anything happen to you to your detriment. And again, it's, it's sort of like what levels are we, are we talking our spiritual detriment, our physical detriment, our soul detriment? It's very broad uh, arena, isn't it, these? Yeah, and, and there's one of the, the, the principles as well, so our own personal responsibility comes into our own actions um, about maybe I wouldn't say it's the spirit world that are letting bad things happen and, and so on um, it's just um, as I said we've got personal responsibility and, and once we take on that we can then again it kind of leads back to selves we find a purpose from self as well and, 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 yeah, that's, that's what I feel. You've got a fan now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That means a lot. Yes, true. So on the, when you started to unfold as a medium here, you, you write in the article that I'd read about you that your brother actually played a part in that as well. Yeah, massively, yeah. massive. Um, there was one. Um, um, that might not may not be in the the article there, but one um, uh, amazing experience that happened is when again I was trying to meditate, and um, it just didn't work. And um, excuse me, um, and then. I just had um, the inkling to put on. Was it? Uh, it was. It was Tony Stockwell's CD. I think it was track seven, and it was about meeting. Um, it's called Healing the Wounded Soul. The, um, the 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 CDs, and and this one was to to meet someone um, from the, one of your family members, someone from the spirit world, 
And as soon as I put it on, because I would already sat for an hour, and um, I'll, just, I'll just add this in there. Sometimes it's not always what you do when you sit, but how long you sit, um, because it's learning your own art of surrender as well. Um, so it's try not to look for things. I just had to add that in there somehow. Um, but the, the experience that I had, the voice and the music just completely fell to the background. And I just felt my brother so, so close. And there is absolutely no words um, in this world that would put into perspective um, the, the closeness of how we were at this time. Because he came so close and it's like he was crying his tears through me and my tears were his tears. Um, the emotion that we had. But the point I want to make here is we were that close. There was no words needed. There wasn't even a conversation needed whatsoever. And I know as I'm saying that, it's it, it can only try and trigger thought of, like, of um, people of trying to imagine what it felt like. And... Uh, it's quite difficult to give an answer to that as well. But at that time, um, I just sat there for so long, being so close, two souls as one, um, in, in his presence, uh, should I say, in the presence of each other. Um, and then after a little while, um, he started to withdraw a little bit. And that's when the conversation of minds started to come in. And... And this is the very beginning of my journey here. And uh, my sister's quite spiritual, so so I could I could have spoke to her. But what I saw was um, my my nephew. Um, an image of my nephew. I saw a rubber duck, and then I saw a football. And and I got no other, nothing else from that. And then uh, I went to um, message my sister. Um, to say um, what happened because I know that she wouldn't think I was mad, you see. <laughs> but, um, she messaged back to say, uh, I saw a rubber duck as well, sorry. And she said that um, my nephew had just finished the bath playing with his favourite rubber duck and now he's watching football with his dad. So, but many people look at that and say, wow, that's, that's really good, that. But it's not even, it doesn't even touch the moment that I had with my brother before that. I've, I've never had a moment like that again. Um, but it's, 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 it's there. And, and I know, I feel him quite a lot. So I'm quite lucky that way. Wonderful. And I, I do relate on that energy <clears throat> level. Um, when my mother had just passed and very shortly after my dad fell seriously ill and I do mean very shortly after and I had an experience where I saw my mother and I hugged her and we were together and then my dad joined her and I knew what they were telling me but you know what to today I can describe every blade of grass I can describe everything every emotion if if I were artistically given, I could sit there and paint it because it's so much deeper than a mind link. It is, like you said, it is two souls becoming one, and it's it's awesome, absolutely it's awesome. Because being touched so deeply in a level that, as I mentioned before, that has no words, it's that that feeling and that knowingness. Uh, as a medium, just saying as a spiritualist as well, is what we do our very best to try and offer um, for other people to experience, whether it's in workshops, um, um, in circles, or even when you're, you're a demonstration or giving a reading, because there, there's that beautiful um, uh, saying that information can touch the mind, but the presence of the spirit can touch the soul. Yeah. When I go back to sitting in that presence of God and of yourself, 
that's where the presence comes from. That's where the relationship builds. The, the spirit world um, need that uh, connection that we have with ourselves uh, more so uh, because it's when we sit in that place that that's when all our senses naturally uh, evolve, the clear seeing, clear hearing and so on. And once you're in that space and that strength, the more we sit in that space, should I say, um, the more that strengthens. So when the closer the spirit world come, they're able to give their information a lot stronger as well. But more so because you've started to build your relationship with self and the presence of self, that uh, once you're in that space, it's natural laws. We've talked about auric fields and so on. It can fill a room. It could fill a room, and that's when the words touch the souls of, of the other people, and it gives them so much more meaning, and it speaks to them in their own individual way and through the beauty of philosophy and a prayer, for example. Um, but if you think of the spirit world, someone's loved one, when they come close within that space, how much those words are going to be able to be felt by the, the recipient that's maybe... Um, uh, wanting to hear from her mum and her mum comes close. I've had many um, sittings where um, they said they've actually felt their loved one there um, as well. And, and I think with the feeling that's, um, as Mavis Batilla um, says, uh, it's the anchor to the spirit world is the clear sentience and, and all the other ones um, can, can um, blend with that fascinating fascinating absolutely a lot of people totally agreeing with you there uh on their own experiences where they have actually felt spirit on one degree or another absolutely beautiful so we're at this time now Stephen. we are at this time where we're forced to take this uh step back from what was and we're now bordering on that time to step forward into the what's going to be. So have you got any thoughts or direction for, on your own journey here, working with spirit and spiritualism going forward? Moving oh, forward. Yeah. Um, I remember, um, I, mean, I feel um, many churches are... are looking for the younger generation to come in and take over. And I'm certainly not taking away the word church because I know there's reverence and beauty and it's, it's just everything um, to me anyway. But if we had centre as well, spiritualist centres, it could bring, you could even run like church services in a centre as well. And I think I heard something about Gordon Higginson saying something like that as well. Eventually, thing uh, might become centres um, as well. And I think looking at that, um, trying to look at the way forward and the, the music, you see, there's something um, we might say, okay, play more up-to-date music. Um, but that's not exactly always true. What we really need to, what I feel, is a blend of the both because the, the um, maybe the up-to-date music would touch the younger generation. But we've got to think about the power and what it creates within the environment of a church, for example. Yeah. If we have um, many uh, people that come to a church that are used to singing hymns and love singing hymns. It's that oneness and that power that, that we need within the environment uh, for the service to really manifest itself uh, in, uh, in, a, not in a positive way, but in, in, a, in a beautiful way. And if we have um, say that many people that are used to singing the, the hymns, how great they are, that one touches me so, so deeply. Um, for example, and everyone there loves that one, that, that's going to create that strength and the power within that environment for the, the service and for, for what's to take place there, whether it's mediumship, philosophy and so on, because we need that oneness. 
And then we also need, if we're looking at younger generations, is something else that um, can touch them as well. So it's trying to find a happy medium of both and looking at the, the power um, that it's going to create within a centre or a church. I think we need to look at both of them. Um, and, but I think it's within the power and what it creates is the key um, to sustaining the, the medium, for example, through a service, you know, because it's all about the conditions that are created, isn't it, to, to how long we can sustain um, our link to the spirit world and so on. Very much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the question I asked you. However, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> However, guess what I'm working on at the moment about how are we going forward? Not only with our online, but with also oh, yeah. our church. So, actually, you've just given me a message. So, thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, it just came in. Yeah. Me, so, <laughs> send me the bill. That'd be lovely. <laughs> But as you've picked up on that, yeah, you're quite right. You really are right. Um, through the uh, medium of the online experience, that has opened the doors to other generations uh, of what spiritualism is about. So there is this potential now electronic version of centres going to start but to evolve. the SNUI as well, the SNUI yeah. Uh, yeah. as well. And it's just yeah. it's connecting the world together, isn't it? Very um, much. Yeah. We had here at Paul our last divine service. We had speakers from Scotland, Ireland, the UK, Denmark, Menorca, and Australia. Oh, I mean, just how awesome is that? And the, our, the, the dear friends that we meet along the spiritual journey and unfold in our mediumship as well. We've been so lucky to that we're able to share the platform with them eventually because they live like 300, 400 miles away from me. Yeah. So like my friend Adam Berry and, and, and many other people uh, have been so privileged to, to, to share the platform with. I'm glad you said your friend Adam Berry because he is in the room tonight and he said hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, picking up on that vein, I, I agree totally with you uh, going forward. And I think also our churches and centres are going to have a lot of work to do because we are going to evolve into a different sociology, a different society, and it's going to yeah. be shifting a lot there's going to be this is my um, idea of going forwards that societal bases are going to shift a lot for quite some time yeah and yeah. people are going to be asking questions this is going to prompt uh, uh, a seeking a yearning for knowledge of what is like you know the biggest question why am i here why <laughs> <laughs> what am i doing here and that, this is going to invoke a, a, a really big surge of people coming into our places of worship. There we go. Yeah. Nice generic term. And, um, and also on online, um, it proves that there's there is no distance through the language of the great spirit, because that's what connects us all. The language of the soul, our spirit within, if you like to put it that way, because it works people from all over the world um, and sitting, certainly sitting in circles and stuff like that online as well. The power that's created, even though there might be like in Canada, uh, for example, um, it just proves the, the, the greatness of, of God in some ways, the great spirit, however you want to look at it. Indeed, indeed. I mean, uh, in this time of remembering our ancestors, we are going through such a pivotal moment. The SNUI, as you mentioned earlier, that had yeah. been going quite some time. That, that wasn't a new addition. That was going some quite some time. But we have our own physical uh, concepts of how spirit work. And the thought of going online and doing a reading was just like, 2019, you would have gone, you mad? There's many churches, because this has opened up um, 
Yeah. It's made it possible for people that can't travel and people that are sitting in care homes and stuff to to be able to to come into a church service, for example, or a demonstration. Because uh, I know there's many um, churches that are still going to do online stuff as well, just especially for that. Very much so. We are one of them here at Paul because, uh, who is it, Kylie, lovely lady from Australia, and she loves coming uh, into not only Paul's site but other sites because she's 600 miles from her nearest spiritual church. And yeah. she's got a great thirst of knowledge and she's also got that inbuilt natural something. You know, I mean, when you talk to her, there's spirit is sort of there, yeah. yearning yeah. for uh, fulfillment and information and enrichment and development. So mm -hmm. definitely, the Pandora's box of the online spiritualist experience is here to stay. Uh, and like all things, there will be practitioners. We go, yes, that's great, and others we may look at and think, okay. Um, but it's evolution. It's natural evolution. Yeah. Finding our way. Very I just much. See lots, lots of other friends that I know on here as well. Uh, Susan Brothwood, as well. There's, there's many others. Yeah, uh, Adam's holding court here in the uh, chat room. Yeah, carry on, mate. <laughs> it, it took me a little while to, to know what to uh, press there because I was in the private chat before and I was wondering how you can see the comments and I couldn't. But eventually, <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> so yeah, and it, it's not only uh, if you have got if you are in a town or a city as well where there are the options. We are meeting people from all over the world and all different practices and making friends, you know, and, and learning. And for those that are um, unfolding their, their mediumship as well, because um, if they go to, let's say, like the SNUI, because there's so many walks of life and different cultures joining in the same place, how much more information is going to be open to you within your mediumship. Um, it's just giving yourself that freedom um, there to, to experience that. So it's, in some ways, we can throw caution to the wind rather than playing it safe as a medium. Um, yeah. In some ways, you can throw caution to the wind, and it's amazing um, how, how it works. Yeah, man after my own energy, you know, is... It, try these things people say why are you doing this you're doing that why are you doing that i said because we've got to try things we've we've got this whole new medium here this whole new way of linking up yeah. so try it you know if it works great if it doesn't work okay go back a bit where did it stop working and try again and spirit also through my understanding and my communication with my inspirers are working just as much as we are. They haven't got this magic head on, you know, where they go, mm. oh, yeah, well, we understand that. They're working just as hard to think, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, we yeah. can do this. We can manoeuvre this. So absolutely beautiful. Your new number one fan. <laughs> um, but, yeah, a really good and valid point. No spiritualist churches near me or circles over in Philadelphia is the lovely so Joan completely resonate with that because the, um, my nearest, uh, the church that I'm involved with is the Inverness Spiritualist Church. And that's just like 35 miles away. It's, it's not, not too bad, but trying to um, like say, follow the education of the SNU, for example, was quite difficult when I was living up here and I was going back in time a little bit. Uh, there wasn't the, the, the comfort of the SNUI it was quite difficult to um, find opportunities to fill in your logbooks and so on, all, all these things that, that you need to do to be part of a, the education for the education system. So I completely resonate with that. But one thing I will add to that, at the time, it was the best thing. I, I realise now it was the best thing that happened to me because I didn't have anywhere to go to sit into a circle to practice and, and so on. What I learned to do is sit for self. And then when you get to know self, you get to experience God 
and therefore then that's when this, you get to know your own energy and if you know your own energy and then you're able to know when uh, other people from the spirit world they join in and so on different uh, other energies should i say i don't want to talk of them as energies but that people yeah <clears throat> absolutely wonderful Stephen, you were so nervous. <laughs> I will share that. I'm sure you won't mind. And I have no idea why, because you've given us an absolutely beautiful evening. Uh, we feel, though, at the end of this evening, we know Mr. Stephen Trolland that little bit better. And we've all got something, at least, that we can take from tonight of our own development pathways, be it mediumistic healing, standing on the door saying hello chairing it matters not do you know what i mean you work for spirit you just open yourself up to all the potential and possibilities absolutely wonderful stephen thank you so much thank you for such an, an enriching time wonderful thank you everybody for joining us tonight absolute pleasure uh, next week's speaker is yet to be confirmed, so it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> but um, thank you for joining us tonight. If you are interested and wish to catch up on some of our previous Lyceum nights, these are available on the church Facebook page. Also, our YouTube channel, PCSC, just search out under channels. And also the other many interesting and varied nights we've had our link-ups with the Spiritist Society and our spiritual talks on a Saturday night, plus our online services, which are streamed live from here within the church. But once again, Stephen, absolute joyous. Thank you so much. I thank everyone that's joined as well. Some beautiful comments that I'm seeing there. And thank yes. you too. Yeah, wonderful. Good night, everybody. God bless. Look after Good yourselves. Night.